Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Vente al Cafecito. I hope you brought your cafecito and you're ready to dig into today's topic. I do not have a cafecito today. I'm actually recording this with a glass of wine because it is late. It's Saturday night and I've had a busy day, busy week, as I always say when I start off my episodes. And um, I really felt like I needed to wind down a little. So I figured, why not? I I just got my homework done and I sat down to start recording because tomorrow... I am surprising my mom for her 50th birthday with a um, breakfast with her siblings, um, with mariachi, and I'm just like so excited about it. So I know tomorrow I won't have a chance to do this, so I wanted to get it out of the way today. So if my voice is a little lower, different, it's because it's late and there's people in my house that are asleep, so that's why I sound like this. But for today's topic, I wanted to talk about trauma response and how it's so hard sometimes to let go of things, even though we like do the work and we put in the time and we do the healing. And then we are found, we find ourselves in situations where we still have like the same responses as we would. So last week, my son is in catechism. And last Sunday, I, um, while the kids are in their classes, the parents are, you know, in the auditorium with all of the other parents and there's usually a speaker and you have to participate and interact and one of the questions that they asked which actually I will say this that which is pretty funny my friend Naomi is also in the same class and she sits up front with like the married people and I sit in the back with all the sinners and um they said something about you shouldn't be idolizing false gods which I agree with you know you shouldn't be idolizing false gods and um somebody's example was you like they said something like like right now the way people are like all obsessed with like crystals and astrology and i like my face because i love crystals i kind of like made a face and naomi looked right at me and it was the funniest thing like i had to cover my face because i could not stop laughing but anyway another thing that they asked was who do you go to for advice and who do you trust in those moments and i was in a table with two other moms And for some reason, I was the first one to, my instinct response was no one. Like I pray about it. I meditate about it. I ask God to guide me. And then I make the decision and I trust my intuition. And then um, both of the moms looked at me and they were just like, oh, that's awesome. You know, like, I wish I was like that. But they both said that they relied heavily on their husbands for advice and that, you know, that they thought about it, but that they they relied so heavily on on their husbands. And then like, I kind of sat down, like I kind of was like thinking, and I was like, my response was not really real um, because I rely heavily on, on my boyfriend. I rely heavily on my brother. You know, I, I definitely ask people for advice and um, yeah, I do think about it and I do, you know, pray about it and I do meditate and I do, ask God to guide me, but my response was not accurate. And I think that that's just like a trauma response of me always having to depend on myself growing up from my perspective. I know that from my parents' perspective is different, but that's just my perspective of it. And um, I thought about it and, and I just kind of like kept thinking about it throughout the day. And and even like after the moms and I like were talking and I said, you know what, like I realized and the, one of the moms was like, that's awesome. I wish I could be like that. And I immediately said, like, you know, it's not awesome. It's it, it's a trauma response. It's like me having to always depend on myself and always take care of myself. And and that's what it is. But it's not true. You know, if I have a decision to make, I 
we'll talk about it. Actually, the perfect example that I have is a few months ago, I was, I was supposed to graduate this December and I was going to be done in December, but I was so stressed out with classes and I just could not do it. Like last semester, it was a struggle. The last, I mean, all of grad school has been a struggle, to be honest with you. Like I, there's every single day I feel like I'm ready to drop out every single day. I'm just like, you know, extremely stressed out to the point where like yesterday I was here in my room and my mom was talking to me and I could feel like my face like contracting. And I was like, what's wrong? I was just like my face, like something's wrong with my face. And she was like, you need to relax. It's all the stress that you have. And I'm learning so much and I, I'm so grateful that I have this opportunity to do this, but but it's an immense amount of stress. And to add the fact that I'm the type of person that's always like 10 steps ahead of my life, like I never enjoy the moment. I'm always thinking about the next thing. So like, since I'm already getting close to the end, I'm already like, should I start, you know, what am I, what are my next steps? Like I'm literally like 10 steps ahead when I'm still not there yet. So anyway, so when I made that decision, I, I was supposed to graduate in December and um, I talked to my boyfriend about it a few times and I just said like, you know, I don't know what to do. Like should, if I drop this class and that means that I have to stay another semester. And then he was just like, you know, he's very supportive. So he was just like, you can do this. Like you can, you can definitely like, you can definitely like, you know, pass this class. I know that you can, like he was so supportive throughout the process. And then, you know, we talked about it a few times. And then the last time I was that I brought it up, I was like, you know, I know I keep bringing this up, but like, this is what I'm scared of and whatever. And he, and he said, like, you need to do whatever is best for you for your mental health. Like if you need to extend it a, a semester, extend it a semester, like, why are you putting all this pressure on yourself? You know? So it's true. Like I do go to other people for advice and I do rely on that heavily. So why would I like, why am I responding like that to something that isn't accurate? You know? So I just like, sometimes it's, I, I really do think that it's like habit, it's habit. And also sometimes it's really hard for us to let go. Um, I have a, I, I've recently been having like some interactions with somebody who is very ill. They, they have a terminal illness and they're, you know, kind of like at the end. I, I mean, I don't know, like for, according to what this person has told me, you know, she's, she's like terminally ill and just like not going to recover. And and it's kind of, I got the end of the journey, you know, and, and she told me something that, that kind of like stuck in my mind, you know, she said something like, I know that my illness is like all the resentment that I have towards my husband and all of the, like, I never got a divorce because I never wanted to break my mom's heart. And because my mom didn't believe in that. But then I found out like years later that my mom never was never happy and she never lived her life happy. And like I was never happy. And and I just did that because I never wanted her to know that like her I never wanted her to have a daughter that was divorced. And it's my fault, you know, that she's not happy. But, you know, all she kept saying is like, you know, I held all of these things in and I had so much resentment. And like, this is my illness. This is why I got sick. And it makes me think like how much of our emotional well-being like starts to represent in our body physically you know because like i know for a fact there's moments where i'm so stressed out and I, it like it starts you know manifesting in my body like like for the last few days since today's saturday since since tuesday i've had a horrible horrible migraine like it has not gone away like it's been so bad and 
I know it's because I'm under a lot of stress. Like I know it's because I'm under a lot of stress with school and with work and I'm trying to juggle it. And then Aiden was kind of sick this week too. So he has been home and like, you know, whenever your child is sick, it's just like an additional stressor for you. So, you know, and, and like my boyfriend's like away right now and it's, and it's like, it it's all like all of these things that are around me that are going on that I have no control over and that there's just things that I need to do are causing me this, this immense amount of stress. And like, it's, I have like this headache that just does not go away, you know? And like physical pains too, like, like my, my body just hurts, you know? And like, I, I try to, I all week I've tried to go to the gym, but I just can't work out the way that I used to. And and I know that it's, it's all because of the stress. So what damage are we doing to our body with our emotional health? Right now, we have a family member who is very ill in the hospital. And, um, you know, this is somebody that my grandma is extremely close to. It's her best friend. You know, it's somebody that she talks to day and night. And, you know, every time that my grandma gets news of her, like, oh, well, she's doing great. My grandma, like, she's good. She's having a good day. And then she gets news, like, well, she's not doing that great right now. Like, she's really declining. And then, like, my grandma, her whole emotional well-being goes down. And she, and I could see her, like, I literally can see her on this emotional roller coaster every single day because it'll be like, okay, she's doing good. And then, boom, like, a few hours later, oh, no, she's not. And, like, I told my grandma today, like, you need to figure out a way. I know it's really hard, but to, to control this emotion, these emotions, because you're going to get, you're going to get sick too. You know, you're going to, you're going to end up sick as well because you're going through these ups and downs. And I know that you, this is your best friend. I know that, you know, this is your family. Like I understand how hard this is, but it's not good for your physical health. You know, another example that I have personally, you know, a few years ago, one of my family members was going through like a, a horrible, horrible legal battle. Like this is a legal battle that took 10 years to, to like finalize and it started in Mexico and when it started in Mexico like my mom was the one that dealt with all of it right and and she's to this to this day she has PTSD from that situation and then a few years later like we're good everything was good and like we're everyone is back in the United States everyone is like you know, okay, and and managing and still going through this, like, because throughout this process, we still had a horrible loss of a family member. And then, boom, it happens here. And then now we're going through this legal battle here. And now, you know, I'm find myself in a in the situation where I have, you know, two different attorneys here, an attorney in Mexico, trying to coordinate everything, you know, my, my family member was like, in custody at the time, trying to figure out like the situation with his children and like the amount of stress that I had during that time. And, you know, I also had a child that I, I like a single parent, you know, I, I had a child. My son at the time was two years old when this was going on. I had just started a new job, like a new full-time job. I had newly been enrolled in my, in my classes at community college and I had to drop the whole semester because I just could not handle everything that was going on. Right. And, um, I had three teenage children under my care. You know, obviously I had supportive family, but like the amount of pressure that I felt during this time, it was like, I can't even explain to you. Like I had to get on antidepressants because I could not function, you know? And like when you have a family member that is in custody and you know that they didn't do what they're being accused of and like their whole life, literally their whole life is, is, you know, in the judges and the law's hands and you just don't know what's going to happen. Like 
for seven months, literally seven months, I was freaking miserable. Every single day, I felt like a zombie. Every single day, like I could feel like I couldn't function because like my family member was not with us. I used to have to drive by the prison every day and I would drive by and I would, you know, give him his bendición for my car and, and just pray and hope that he was okay and hope that he was okay in there. And, and I was the only one that was able to see him because it was so hard to get like a pass to see him. And I used to get in, you know, with a legal, with a legal pass. So like, it's just like the, the effects that that situation had on my body, I'm still dealing with to this day. And, you know, even if I see like a police officer that comes close to me, like it freaks me out. You know, I think I still have PTSD from that situation. I I can't walk into a courtroom because of that situation. I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't think a lot of people know this, but I initially wanted to be a lawyer. I did. And, and, um, the number one reason why I won't pursue that career is because I can't be in a courtroom. You know, I just can't be in front of a judge, like having any type of interaction with a judge where I even have to like speak to a judge just freaks me out. So I I know that, that situations have a really hard, like they have a really effect. They have a big effect on our body physically. Emotional situations have an effect on our, on our body physically. And we don't know how they're going to manifest later on in our life, in our lives. It can manifest as an illness that, that you have to deal with just because you weren't able to deal with whatever you were going through emotionally and, you know, letting go and releasing. Like I try so hard to release things. I try so hard not to take things personally, Um, But it's so hard sometimes because you get triggered, your childhood wounds get triggered, your, your traumas get triggered, and then you have these responses. And like, you know, it's sometimes I I try not to react. I, I really do. Like if I get upset over something, I try to journal about it, talk to friends about it or, or whatever it is, because sometimes it's and I've said this before on on previous episodes but most of the time it's not what that other person is telling you it it is whatever you are you're being triggered by something that happened to you in your past so I know this is kind of going all over the place but I do think it's so important to be aware of what we're going through emotionally because in the long run we don't know you know what like we don't know how our body is going to pay for it and how we're going to pay for it with our health and um, like I'm not the healthiest person, you know, I, I love junk food. I love bad stuff. So, um, but, but health isn't just, you know, what you're consuming, what you're eating. It's like what you're consuming mentally, you know, what you're emotionally going through. Like I've had this idea in my head for a while now, and I've been, wa- I've been thinking about doing this and I don't know why it's so hard for me to just do it. Like, I don't know why, but I really have been thinking about taking a break from social media. Like my social media is, you know, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Facebook, I solely have it because I have a lot of family in Mexico. And because everything that I post on Facebook gets printed to my chat books and um, I get to print my pictures, you know? So so that's why I have Facebook. And Instagram is because I get a lot of my business. I mean, I like it. I like looking at my Instagram, you know, but I get a lot of business from there. And, but also like why, like, I don't know, I'm, I'm really considering taking a break. I mean, TikTok is fun and on, and I, I get to learn a lot of new things. It's also really funny, but I do feel like I'm overstimulated sometimes. Like my friend, my brain is always like going, 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 and I don't have like a break. Like I, like 
I sometimes I just like will sit there and be like, okay, just 15 minutes of scrolling. And then it's like 30 minutes, 45 minutes later. So I don't know. Like sometimes I'm like, I maybe I just need to like disconnect and try to figure out like what I want to like try to disconnect and live more in the moment. And maybe that will help me, you know, be more present and, and not so consumed with what everyone else is doing. So I don't know. It's just a thought, you know, I'm trying to think about if I want to do it or not, if I want to, you know, really disconnect from, from social media for a while and then just see how I feel and see if that helps me um, focus on my real life better and, and, and focus on the things that need to be healed and the things that need to be let go and be more present. Cause I feel like sometimes social media, you know, it makes you feel like other people are, I don't know. I just feel like sometimes social media can have a really effect, real effect on our mind and how we feel and, and we get overstimulated by it. So yeah, I don't know where I was going with that, but anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I wish you guys an excellent start of your week and I will see you guys on the next episode. Don't forget to bring your cafecito or a little glass of wine. Bye.